Welcome everybody back to the Hot Seat Podcast. It is finally the time to close out the premier's counseling episodes. We're ending it with intimacy. Uh, just before we had a pretty good series about divorce and how uh, it can go the wrong way and how there are amicable uh, separations as well. But one of the major things that can contribute to a divorce is the lack of intimacy. So I brought my brothers on so we can pretty much talk about it a little bit, bring a little bit of the biblical scriptures to it and just get their input and learn some things. So we have Carl over there. Yo. AKA Mr. Toothbrush. We got uh <laughs> <laughs> we got uh Adam right there down below. Yes, you got the highlighter orange on, so let's get started. So intimacy. So let's we're gonna talk about just the pure definition of what it is for me, what intimacy means, and you guys give me your thoughts as well. Uh, so intimacy, intimacy for me is kind of like a uh, like a magnet. So it's a it's a draw between the positive and the negative, to where people really really cannot be without each other. So there's there's always the light, the dark, the happy, the sad, depending on the person's personality. The opposite technically attracts. So you have the law of attraction there, to where there's a lot of familiar uh, familiar uh, familiar your arity, uh, closeness, nearness, just being inseparable, uh, whether from emotional, from the affection, all the way down to uh, physical, sexual. So just that constant connection in all basis of life. So that's pretty much how I look at intimacy. So uh, yeah, Carl, what is intimacy like for you? Uh, intimacy for me? Ah. See, my intimacy, my intimacy goes bang, bang, bang. So okay. my love goes bang, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 a little bit. Of, it's it's physical, for sure, and uh, and emotional. You know, um, just expressing. Uh, you know, my love for, well, for my wife and even, even, you know, letting my kids know that I love them. But as far as like intimacy, intimacy, my wife, you know, expressing that I love her as well as, um, you know, the, the physical. Yeah. The fellowship. Yeah. Gotcha. The fellowship is the foundation. Gotcha. <laughs> The bang, bang, bang. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like to play the drums. There's nothing wrong with that. You're a, you're a musician. <laughs> Go right on ahead. <laughs> Congos. <laughs> Live your best life. <laughs> okay, okay, for the culture. All right, all right. Okay, Adam, define intimacy. So, I would say, I mean, for, for marriage, um, to be, I would say for me, it's more of like kind of like closeness and, you know, definitely the one thing is that the physical part of, you know, intimacy. Um, but then also speaking on like the woman side of it, 
um, for them, it's being close, knowing that they can trust you and, you know, being able to talk to you about things that are deeper than, you know, just surface talk. Um, so, I mean, just wrapping all that into one, I feel like. And cuddle. The cuddle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not just bang, 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 and then no cuddle after. <laughs> <laughs> actually do have pretty pretty uh you know pretty cool pull that to help us out with our arms when it comes to the cuddling at night so those are pretty cool what pillows so oh like, okay I, yeah the one you i saw the one you sent you have that you got it no i ain't got it yet but it, it's for sure on the way oh okay yeah <laughs> if I find one i like oh yeah it'll be it'll be purchased for sure oh okay yeah yeah that arm be hurt. Right. Yeah, that's, I mean, usually for me, like, I'll just, you know, when my arm goes to sleep, that's when it's time to go to sleep. So I have to <laughs> kind of slide it out. You know, mm -hmm. you know that slide, you try to do it out. Without moving them, you don't want to disrupt anybody, but. <laughs> yeah. Right, but do they be on there kind of hard where you just be like, dang, move. <laughs> 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 they get whiplash. Right. <laughs> right. Ah, locked up. That's uh -huh. when that's when you didn't get the physical part. <laughs> that's when you you know you, you're not trying to move it as lightly. <laughs> you didn't uh -huh. get the physical part. <laughs> no night night no more. Wake up, get off. <laughs> so that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's the, the whole sexual part of it is true. I mean, the Bible doesn't, it, it really makes no mistakes uh, when it says be fruitful and multiply, talking about Genesis. Uh, when it goes for this, uh, for this reason, a man shall live with his father and his mother and be joined to his wife. They become one flesh. So he's really making it extremely plain on the bang, 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 as Carl would put it. So I, think that, I mean, it's, it's a very important part of it. I think it helps with the uh, temptation. Keep your eyes focused on each other. Uh, that the Bible speaks about that. You don't want to have wandering eyes because you're withholding from one another. So it's it's pretty extremely important to you know keep that in tune. But I, I what I do want to know because it isn't all about you know sex. It's one aspect of the marriage. Intimacy does go far and beyond. Uh, beyond that, it is one one of the bases, of course. But I just want to know. It's important, though. Oh, it's for sure. <laughs> I mean, when God said go out and multiply, you got to practice. I mean, it doesn't happen. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Yo. Your your microphone is uh or your sound is off. It's really low. Can you hear me now? It was the same. It's low. It's really low. Like I don't know what happened. It was it was fine earlier, but uh -huh. um, it just went really low. I can still hear Carl. Carl, can you hear me fine? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Not really. Not really. Mm -mm. It's still low. It's still low. I can see you now, though. You couldn't see me before. No, <laughs> just, you just got closer to the camera. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, it's, it's your thing over there then. <laughs> it ain't me. Hmm. 
I can hear you. It's just really low. But I mean, I can I can hear you enough to. Gotcha. Yeah, it was louder earlier, and then for some reason it just took a deep. Uh, this guy. Huh? I don't know if you changed anything right. since you hit record. Let me do this. How about now? Mm. It's still pretty much the same. Still the same. I don't, yeah. know. I don't know what happened. I didn't push anything. Yeah, you might just have to talk a little louder then. All right. Let's talk a little bit louder. One more time? Ah. I really like that. So with um, intimacy, 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 sexual intercourse is one aspect of it. But there are others. It, it goes far deeper than that. As you said in the beginning, you have the emotional <laughs> connection. <laughs> it can change. It went right back. It's back yeah. to normal now. So <laughs> for sure, for sure, the physical connection, of, of course, for sure that. But from a woman's perspective, when you're talking about love languages, it isn't always bang, bang, bang. They're not connecting with you on that way. So uh, Adam, how is it that you express intimacy in your marriage to where you can keep that strong connection emotionally and then for us men who enjoy it physically? I would say that's something that it took uh, some time. We did our love languages probably, I want to say like three years into our marriage, probably three or four years into our marriage. Mm -hmm. And Jordan's love language, she had like, I want to say like three or four of them that were all really close. So it's, I would say it's, it's easy to hit some of them, but it's hard to know which one she needs at that time, you know, because, gotcha. you know, if she's, if she's gifts and if she's, um, she's not acts of service, but gifts, um, spending time. Um, words of affirmation. Um, I forget the other one. But so let's just say like she needs words of affirmation and I'm over here, you know, you know, trying to hit the gifts like, hey, you know, go ahead and take that, you know, and mm -hmm. she's waiting for me to say something, <laughs> that, you know. That, <laughs> so, um, and then my love language is uh, acts of service. So, and that's like cleaning and things like that. And that's not that wasn't one of the close ones for her. So I'm over here cleaning, like, hey, I'm doing more than work, you know, because most people, you know, you hear, especially TV shows and stuff like that, like, oh, you do the dishes, you do the laundry, all of that. You're getting the physical part, you know. But if that's not your spouse's love language, that's almost falling on deaf ears, you know. So um, so it's, it's just paying attention and being more uh, present um, at, you know, knowing what she needs at that time. And, you know, it's always a, a work in progress because one, you know, sometimes she may be in this or this, this mood. So, it, you know, it's always, it's always changing. So just, yeah, just being more present on, you know, what she needs for that moment. Mm -hmm. So have you noticed that there's like, she has a stronger connection to probably two of the 
love languages or one more than any of the others? Uh, I would say, yeah, I would say like words of uh, affirmation. Um, so, you know, when when we talk and spend time, so I think spending time was one of was one of the love languages too. Um, so like talking and being vulnerable, like telling her things that she may not know or things that she wants to, you know, things that she cares to talk about that um, those that are important to her. Yeah. Those are the things I feel like make a better connection for her, you know, so like that way um, she has her love tank full. So, and when her love tank is full, I feel like it's easier for her to... <laughs> Yours is empty. But when you have a full tank, like, I think it's easier to put into, you know, what you're going to empty your tank to, like, fill up somebody else's doll. So, you know, it's almost like the teeter-totter, like, you know, you got to balance it out. So, like, you don't want to always be... You can't be running on E all the time, you know? Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's when things get tough, yeah. There is there. Okay. Right. That's when you get to rip out without no, uh, <laughs> when the arm falls, you just get to rip out. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends. Right. Yeah. All right, Carl, what about you? How do you, how do you express you know, intimacy? Honestly, I don't even remember, I don't even remember what, um, what my wife's love language or actually what her love language love languages are. Mm -hmm. Um, but we've been together for a little bit. Yeah. So I just know like what she wants and that's what I do. So I try to do it as much as I can or as much as possible. Um, that would be words. Um, and uh, services. Mm. So doing, you know, clothes, dishes, like I do uh, uh, most of the stuff around the house. Mm -hmm. Like it's actually me yeah. doing like the mopping, mm -hmm. the sweeping, the dishes, the laundry. Like I do that kind of stuff. So it's, 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 in a sense, it's, it's a, it's a role reversal. If you, you know, look at the traditional yeah. you know, roles that people have kind of given society. Um, so she likes that as well as, um, you know, compliments, um, which I've always liked giving. So that's nothing for me. Um, and she's cool. She's she's good with gifts too, but but I would say those two. Okay. I would say those two. Gotcha. Yeah, the first time I've heard of the five love languages like years ago, but I had such a bang bang mentality when it came to what's being expressed because. I heard of the words of affirmation. So for me, that's speaking during the fellowship. That, that's, yeah, that's, that's what you like? Okay, all right. And then <laughs> quality time because it's intimate between the two of you. And I am giving you something because you're expressing, 
that you're enjoying what's happening and I'm obviously acting upon the body by giving it a service and I'm touching it too. So that was literally like my, my whole thought process because during that time, I was singularly focused on like bang, bang, and that was it. So I really had to, to really learn what it is, what love is about, because even love has seven, there's seven different types of love. But when it comes to expressing to, any, to your partner or to whoever you're with, you have the words back of affirmation, quality time, giving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch, all of which are not sexually directed. There, as you guys were saying, words of affirmation is nothing but, you know, encouraging. Just making sure that you say the words to uplift the ego or the personality or the situation, just giving that person that the confidence that what they're doing, they actually are somebody, they are a man, they are a woman, they are valued. Uh, quality time is not just sitting around but sitting around and doing something together giving gifts you know you have i don't i don't like it my wife doesn't like it either but you have valentine's day you give out gifts and you have anniversaries and birthdays acts of service as carl was saying around the house and then physical touch isn't just touching on the body at night but actually holding hands linking arms you know the gentleman the gentleman way of doing it as we're going to the ballroom. And I forgot, mm -hmm. I forgot quality time. She definitely, she definitely likes the quality time. Even if we're not even doing anything, if, yeah. as long as we're in the same room or somewhere near each other, she's yeah. good with that. Yeah, and I've heard so, you guys say it before. It's all about that QT time. Absolutely. So. Yeah, Q needs her QT time. I remember Ashley saying that. <laughs> so as as for me, it took me like learning, actually trying to educate myself, uh, because growing up, I saw the I guess you can call it the gift giving. I saw a lot of bit of that from my dad to my mother, but not my mother to my dad or any of the other types because I just didn't see it. So from you guys, how did you guys initially learn how to treat a woman, treat your spouse, your wife? Like, where did you guys get pretty much these things in the love languages and being intimate? Where did you guys learn that from? What, where, what helped you define that? Me? Yeah, you go, Carl. Um, my surroundings. It was growing up. Uh, growing up in a you know two-parent household where the two parents um actually liked each other which everyone can't you know say the same and i know and i understand that mm -hmm. so my parents i grew up in a house with two parents mom and a dad my mom my mom and my dad and they liked each other so it kind of made it easy to see like and to be able to model what I what what I needed to do or what I should do mm -hmm. and you know you take and you you take and you leave what it is that you know you want and don't want but it came from seeing that seeing um my brother at an early age uh 
marry into a into a family where you know his wife already had kids so they were like you know kind of like the blended family and the way that he took the way that they came together and he embraced her kids like literally they are his kids period like seeing that kind of stuff like i love that and and that really that i would say was definitely a part of of you know what helped me and i then as well did the exact same thing he took them in as his kids and his kids only and i embraced them as my nieces period they're 100 percent my nieces you know what I mean? So it was it was definitely my my uh the surrounding of my family, my parents, my brothers. So it wasn't you know, it wasn't too hard. And then that's how I'm able to then talk to other people and tell them like, hey, you know, this is this is this would be this is a good way to go, or at least a good way to start. And you kind of figure out things as you go that you like and don't like. That's where minds came from. Hmm. All right, Adam. I would say, um, I would probably say a lot of it came from seeing what I liked and didn't like from my parents and you know, taking the things that I felt were going to be, I guess, beneficial for me. And for for Jordan, I would say a lot of it comes from us. Because everything that I thought was beneficial for, you know, for our relationship may not have been beneficial. You know, like there may, may have been some things that definitely like, okay, like, yeah, like I thought this was good, but yeah actually that's not good you know so us you know talking about things like that work and that don't work um knowing that okay like we didn't come from the like a a let's say like a model household you know like i have both parents i raised from both parents but they express their love for each other different than I would say most people do like then you would say like a model uh, a model relationship like so most people would be like oh, okay like and that's a little different like you know if you take a poll like they would say like they're on the outside you know of what a relationship should look right. like right so it wasn't like a Cosby household right exactly it wasn't like a Cosby household yeah so um but they always they always um figured out how to make things work for them and for me, like, I wanted to have a relationship where it's not like we're just making it work. Like, we're purposely doing things so we can make each other happy, not just like, okay, like, just, just make this work or whatever. You know, we're in this for the long haul, like, just whatever, just get by. So um, so we do a lot of, um, like, at one point we were doing a lot of articles, like, when um, we felt like things weren't going the way we wanted. So doing our own research on things like that and sharing like our, our stories or our thoughts on a certain article. Um, within the last, I would say like two or three years, we've been listening to more 
like relationship podcasts, like the love hour, and then listening to people that, um, like self-improvement books. So like taking things from people that have experienced certain aspects in life that you can relate to and applying that to our relationship. So, and then talking about it, like, you know, somebody may say something that's great, but it necessarily doesn't resonate with our relationship, but it's still like good information to have because, you know, when our kids are going to be in a relationship, like we can use some of that knowledge to pass on to them. Or, you know, if we come across something that, or another relationship, like we can share that knowledge with them. Like, Hey, this didn't work for us or it didn't resonate with us, but we did hear this, like this may be something you can try. Um, So I feel like we've been, you know, being purposeful with trying to figure out ways to keep our relationship like fresh and, no understanding each other. That's pretty good because it, it sounds like before before you can even get to the, the infamous bang bang, there has to be a lot of communi- effective communication between the two of you guys. So you really right. understand the direction that you guys want to go together. So that's that's what it's that's what it that's what I'm hearing right now. Right. Mm-hmm. That is part of you know the key. So I, for me, that's really why I started originally founding our relationship on being honest, transparent in our communication. So that way I will always know where your head is at. So initially with me in the Aquaia, it was all about her giving me these things so I can be comfortable enough to release what, I, what it is that I have inside of me. The funny thing is that backfired. She wasn't having that and I needed to do it just as much as she was doing it. And so that's where the open came in. Like, you're gonna be honest, but I want you to be open about it. Don't be closed-minded, be selective for what it is that you wanna share with me because I'm I'm very good at that. I can say a lot, but then at the end of the day, I didn't say anything. So you really don't know where my heart really sits. So she threw the open in there, and that's where it caused me to be more vulnerable than I normally am or want to be. Because <laughs> I'm more of, a, a more of a shut off type of guy, and so that's what um, led, that's what led to recent events. So the recent event is, which is why communication is extremely important but there was a man cave with the church and so i had expressed something that i came out of so i see it i came out of it there's no discussion i handled it you were present when it happened so just you being there was good enough for me to push it aside there doesn't need to be a conversation but i ended up i felt moved and so i ended up sharing that there are, there has been times where I've gotten extremely depressed and, you know, I don't even want to be on this earth anymore. So I shared that on the man cave with the church and she found out about it because it's live on Facebook and then came calling me and I'm just sitting here like, uh, I knew this was coming because I know, I know the moment I said it, I'm going to have to deal with it because it's not anything I've ever spoken to her about. Like everything else I did, but with that, for some reason, that that brick on the wall still sat there, and it wasn't something that I felt comfortable or confident enough in sharing. 
only because expressing it is an admission, but then furthermore, it makes me feel less of a man because now I'm showing that there's like a real, there was a real weakness there. So that's where the, um, the difficulty was, because now it's all out there for the world to see, was with me, was expressing that, that last piece because being, being that way causes your partner to feel as though they're inadequate. Like, oh, you trust me to not that extent, so you don't trust me. Because if we're supposed to be in this together, you should be comfortable enough to be vulnerable to express everything that's on your mind. And so she forced me to remember the words that I've said before. We all have our different pasts. But our past put us in preparation for what is to come. And when we get to that moment, you're obviously ready for the moment because your past prepared you for it. So this, the woman that I'm married to now, all of her past prepared her to deal with someone that's for me because God intentionally put her in my life and we're at this point for a purpose and for a reason. So she forced me to remember that and forced me to be open, forced me to apologize because I don't like apologizing because I don't like being wrong or having or admitting that I was wrong because there's not supposed to be any issues. I don't want any issues uh, with my, with my parents' relationship. There was a lot of issues and the issues have my name in it. So it's just like, I don't want to be attached to problems. So I have that, have that there. So I think communication is extremely important. You was wrong. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, we had the conversation. I'm like, I haven't even told my wife this. I know I'm probably going to get in trouble. I don't know. I, I haven't even looked at the replay to see. But I know pastor is like, just tell her to leave the room, let the spirit use you, whatever the case may be, because it might help somebody. So I just ended up saying it. But I knew the storms, the fiery storm was coming. I was just like, I don't want to deal with this. I want to talk about it with you when I want to talk about it. And it just so happened to be 48 hours later, because I'm not a... I'm not an all open emotional type of person, but I understand that I have to be in order for there to be like a successful marriage because you can't have, you can't be 99% in because that 1% could lead you to be 100% out and now you're by yourself. So that's, that's a work in progress for me. But having you guys around, unfortunately the other brothers weren't able to join um, but having you guys around collectively is like a constant reminder, especially with Carl. He's, he'd be staying on me about Texas. Hey, it is what it is. You got to do for what's in front of you, your household. Number one, she's at the top of the pyramid. God is above all of that. You can't even quantify or place him anywhere. So Huey's at the top kids and everybody else can be trash. That's that's pretty much what you told me. <laughs> so having you guys here is, is is really cool and it's good to hear your guys' like insight on, on intimacy as well because I guess I'm not alone. A lot of it is 
physical, but you can't get to the physical if you're not making sure each other are happy before you even get to that point. Right, and you, and you can. It's just the it's just not it's not as good. Right. <laughs> like I feel like you could literally, you could literally have a great. You could literally have the exact session twice the exact way with the same exact amount of energy and it not feel the same way just for just with a difference in communication or like where you're at as a couple like everything could be exactly the same but when you're on the same page and you guys are just really like you know loving each other that session is different than a session where you're like you know let's 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 get it in you know and just y'all y'all are not really on the same page like yeah. it's just not it's not the same because you because you'd be able to feel the lack of the emotional connection it's just going through the, it's the emotional connection. yeah going through the motion okay <laughs> fall in the mind <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's mental. There's definitely mental aspects. So what do you guys... Also, go ahead, Carl. No, I just wanted to... Because Adam has been getting his muscles on camera. I just want to get mine on camera. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Summer market almost ready. <laughs> COVID-19. COVID-15 over here. <laughs> See, this is. Hey, look, look you can't at see the lower. Yeah, you huh? can't keep going. I'm not even flexing. I'm like, I see the horseshoe over there. I see the horseshoe popping out. <laughs> you know, I was trying to do something here and there. Maybe try. Maybe try. I kid, I kid. No, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm trying to get natural. Cool. I'm trying to get That's the cool. even better. You said it's natural. So Carl's is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get the COVID forty. I'm trying to reach these weight goals, so it can come. Up. <laughs> no problem. But uh, what is it that you guys say that you actively like do to keep the fire burning in your relationship? Like to always keep it. Like you said, the love tank full, but we want to have some fire in there too, some true, true passion for one another. Go ahead, Adam. I would say um, definitely listening to um, like different podcasts that we can relate to, like talk, uh, like have a deeper connection with, like something that we um, that we can work on. Like when we hear things like, dang, we can do better at this. And then actually like being able to like put in the work or put in that energy to whatever we're trying to improve, like uh, like being more vulnerable. Like that was something that we were working on for a while. Just like, okay, we tried to like set up conversations to be, you know, be more vulnerable, mostly like, especially for me. But I'm like, you know, that's not something that I had to do for a long time. You know, like that's not something that, growing up that I had, you know, I wasn't, you know, walking around being vulnerable. Like my parents, we didn't talk about vulnerable topics, you know, like they didn't talk, I didn't see them talk about vulnerable topics. So like, and 
like for you like if you if that's what you want then i want you to like show me what it looks like and then i can follow your lead like i can you know mirror what you're doing but if you're not if you're not showing me then it's like if that's something that you want but you don't know how to do it or you don't feel comfortable doing it because you don't see that i'm doing it then it's like okay we need to put energy in to figure out how to do it together um don't get fed pretty much you said what don't get fed like you i don't right. think you need something if you don't tell me that you need something right exactly yeah yeah so yeah so like um so what we do is just to keep the passion in whatever we're doing just you know being present and looking at options to just setting up time to like actually attack you know whatever topic or situation that we're in putting that energy towards towards that i wouldn't say it's not perfect because you know but this is like something that you know when you fall off the wagon it's like okay like what do we need to do to get back on and then you know you get back on and everything is good and then you fall off again you know so but yeah that i mean i would say that's probably the most part we try not to be off for too long you know because yeah you know that wagon leaves you know <laughs> before you can get back on <laughs> It's not a good situation. <laughs> <laughs> no intimacy, man. Right, exactly. <laughs> no bang bang at all. <laughs> Out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Jamie, I need my cocoa. I need my cocoa. Yep. <laughs> yep. Definitely needs my cocoa. <laughs> all right, Carl. Um, I'll say similar. Uh, Staying vulnerable, and um, for me, just uh, making sure I continue to take out the trash, uh, mop, keep keep the dishes clean. <laughs> when, you, when, when she sees that the fire, the. When she sees, when she walks on the floor with her bare feet, <laughs> she's not, she not, she not scraping off. And she's, not, <laughs> she's, not, she's not tracking crumbs everywhere. When, Man, the fi- when they don't the fire, <laughs> right, the fire, the fire be burning. <laughs> Don't burn yourself there, Carl. Don't burn yourself. Uh, <laughs> hey, oh, the, even the fire even, department come knocking. Nine one one on the way, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's that. It's that floor. The crumbling she, no- she notices it right away. She's like, "Oh, you, oh, you mopped. Okay." Oh, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing it come across the kitchen floor, you like with, with, with a muffin or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, hold like, up, <laughs> right? Uh, so when, she, when you see, when you walk into the house and she see her reflection in the floor, it's on and popping. <laughs> when she take off her socks, yeah, <laughs> she hit the bare feet. Socks come off. That's it. Now, let me give you a secret. Just get her some nice, comfortable house shoes. They never got to throw no more crumbs. <laughs> what's funny is, what's funny is, she. I bought her 
at least two pair. Uh-huh. At least two pair. Uh-huh. If you ask her right now where they are, she would have no idea. <laughs> like and I know that. I know she's just a she's just she's just a barefoot person. She just, uh-huh. just is is bare feet or nothing. So, uh-huh. You gotta, gotta try to stay on top. The house, you gotta get the house shoes that uh have the cooling. So it can feel like she's walking on tiles. Like, oh, it's cold. Uh-huh. Maybe. Maybe, but I know she's she's just that's her. So I gotta I gotta stay on top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she can stay on top. Right. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I'm just playing. I kid, I kid, I kid. He doesn't. <laughs> like he said, he likes playing the Congo. He's not lying. <laughs> So of course, of course, we have to we have our responsibilities for the household, right? We have to go out, we have to make our money. So, but yet the bang bang is actually something that's important in a marriage. I mean, we can always go back to the Bible. The Bible says you have to go back, you have to go out and multiply, become one flesh with your wife. Uh, you have to make sure you're not withholding from one another. So you have to keep that still physical connection with each other. Balance the day, balance the kids. How is it that you guys are able to successfully navigate that? Have you fallen off and gotten back on track? Put it on the calendar, schedule it out. Like, what is it that you guys do to keep that physical connection going between the two of you guys? Carl. Wait, navigate. You said navigate. I didn't hear what you said. Uh, Uh, Navigating, like, pretty much navigating the kids. Your oh. responsibilities as a man, of course, head of household, bills, job, all of that. How do I navigate that? Um, to keep the physical and keep the physical connection between you and your wife. Um, it's really just um, allocating time to different things. Like for me, uh, or at least for us, um, you know, just having trying to have trying to be as schedule conscious as possible um i think with with organization and order it allows for uh like intimacy intimacy side to to stay intact so you know kids are not running rapid at all times of the night um you know just try to get things done early you know what you like. So as, as a as a married couple, if you like to do things, you know, you know what times you like to do things or hang out together, watch a movie, whatever you want to do. So you just kind of try to knock out um, other things in a timely manner so that you can get to what you're, you know, what you're looking to get to as a, as a husband and wife. So I just try to, you know, just break it up. Like, kids will do something around this time. You guys can do this. Time to go to sleep. Gotcha. Yeah, with us, as you know, we we up there. We up there per week. You know, we talking about regular, consistent, physical interaction. But since... (laughs) Wait, you up up, up where? You don't have how many kids? 
No. You stupid. We we we're up there. Long people. Tell the people. Tell the huh? people how y'all look there. Tell the people. <laughs> Three times a day, sometimes more. Put the put the kitties to bed right now, because we're about to talk about this. <laughs> if everybody whoever's watching, put the kitties to bed. <laughs> Yeah. All right, this is this is hot. This is real intimate. Yeah, it's about to be real intimate. <laughs> this is the hot seat after midnight. <laughs> so yeah, we regular, just consistent with it. Made sure that we made a point to do that because we're both extremely highly desired individuals. So it it becomes a competition to to a certain extent. But since being married. It's like we're regular folk. So it's just like we're trying to to get back to where we were in adjusting life because now we're we're together. She she's a nurse, so she works at night. I'm gone during the day, so it doesn't happen as much. Okay. So I was gonna say, so the competition was earlier. Oh well, yeah, it was earlier for sure. It was on and pop. What is the competition? Like, what are you competing for? And well, it's I know this is your show, but <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty the hot seat has changed. <laughs> the hot seat, yeah. hot Carl. Here we go. The hot Carl topic. Here we go. So, no, it the competition is more so. Who can go the longest? Who's going to tap out first? Who can be in the moment and want more at a given time than the other? So it's really like really going really back and forth, trying to tap each other out just to be just With, within the session or are you talking about within the day? Oh, within the session. Oh, okay. Within each individual. Yeah, within each individual session. So it's just. Wherever you can is where it happens, as often as we possibly can. So it's just now with us being married, it's, it's like it doesn't don't even know how to spell the word anymore. What is it? X E S. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. Sesh. Sesh. <laughs> yeah. So we're trying to just trying to work work it back to where we once were because. Work has changed, COVID-19. You would think it would open the floodgates. Floodgates. But with <laughs> us, it's, we're both essential workers and we're working in two completely different capacities. So it's just, I'm tired. But everything is not taken care of or everything is taken care of, but you're still tired. So we're still trying to you know, navigate, navigate through that. And I think what is a good compensation for it is forcing me more so to be more uh, vulnerable and open when we have our, you know, our conversations before disease caller. <laughs> before what? Disease caller, before disease. Oh, yeah. Yeah, before she knocks out. Yeah. So what, are y'all on the low end now? Oh, yeah, we're, we're on, on the low end. So the low end, what is the low end? 
What is the lowing in the Wilsons in the Wilsons world? <laughs> yeah, the lowing before is not. It was twenty-one times a week. Now it's like two. The low end was twenty-one times a week. Oh yeah, that was the low end back then. Wait, that was the low end. Back then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that was the max. <laughs> wait, yo, wait. <laughs> I almost took your hat off. I was not hat off. Right. I, I have, right. I, my hat almost came off, but I realized I got that COVID 19 hair. <laughs> so I was just like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I could see it. Oh, wait, dang, never mind. <laughs> I understand what I know because of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to. I'm getting ready to fall out my seat. I'm, I'm leaning all the way back. So now the low end is two times a week. Uh oh. Yep. That's how it's right been. Back. Past few weeks has been just about that. So it's just like navigating. From, yeah. So it went from literally three times a day to two, two times a week. Yep. That's yeah. That's a that's a big. And those are two low ends. What yeah. is the high end? Just just <laughs> just just for my own personal entertainment. <laughs> Probably. What the is the what is the high end? What is the previous high end? The previous high end? Um, hold on, let me think. I used to be able to keep a calendar, but she said no more. So I had to delete the calendar. So let me try to remember. I think the most was probably like 40. In a year. 40 times in a week was probably the most. But then the <laughs> the reason the reason that <laughs> the reason why that was possible what I missed because you not call out yeah I I sent him to the upper room he out of here the upper room <laughs> no but the reason that amount was possible is both of us were on vacation so that was why. 40 times in the week was possible because we were Wait, 40 times? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. I got to situate myself. <laughs> I'm trying to find a plug. Because <laughs> my computer's going to die. I got to get, I got to hear, I got to hear this. <laughs> okay. I think Carl's praying. He's praying to his father, father. <laughs> to get to 40 times in a week. <laughs> yeah. But that was only because both of us were on vacation. That's, I think that's what really made it possible. But yeah. How long were y'all on vacation? Was it the whole, yeah, for how the many whole days y'all had? Seven. We both had, well, technically oh. the five days during the week, but seven. Right, yeah, yeah. It was about seven to nine because there was a holiday attached to it too. So. Y'all had a 40? A put up 40? Yeah, we put up 40 in the week. <laughs> Man, that's like Kobe putting up 81. 
hey man, like I said, <laughs> higher desired. So it works, it works that way. But yeah. <laughs> you have some blue too? <laughs> hey, if we had the blue too, we might be might be more. Might be more. <laughs> so when we go to ATL. <laughs> Do we gotta put music on? Like, are we gonna be having the? <laughs> so, hey, we gonna be you know, like we play my game. I'm gonna be like, all right, you might be making up, man. You might have to make up. <laughs> make it up. Make sure everybody got on black. Nine one one gonna have to come for real. <laughs> well, this will be our first. Vacation as a married couple, right? Yep. First one. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Did, did he say 40? Yeah. 40. Yeah. <laughs> I just woke back up. I mean, just, just, just basic calculations. That just is basic calculations. Good. That's almost, almost six times a day. Yeah. It's very, very close to six times a day. Yeah, before and after meals. That's how you do it. Eat three meals a day, before and after. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Well, yeah, so with you, Adam, how do you balance your responsibilities, life, everything that's going on, and still keep that physical connection with you and uh, Jordan? Man, I'm still shocked by 40. Like, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? You know, like, man, <laughs> people putting up those numbers? <laughs> you know, like, you you know that dude in high school that, you know, uh, you be like, dang, that dude is averaging 35? Like, who does that, you know? Like, that's how I feel right now. Like, dang. <laughs> like, Right. There was one cat. There was one cat. I think he went to Narbonne. He was like putting up like, like thirty or like a little bit over thirty. Uh huh. And when it's like it's like, like averaging, it's like you can have you know. It's you're like, not passing the ball. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like y'all didn't go anywhere in the city. Like y'all didn't explore. You know the, the no, city. Never y'all left out the there. Y'all was just there was a room. They was on quarantine before they had to be. Right. Yeah. Where's Kiwi? Where I need I need confirmation. Kiwi, I see her on the wall. I see her up there, but no, go ahead. Well, I was saying, um, how do we keep but our physical connection? Yeah. Is that what yeah. Um I would say we we have an understanding now. At first, it was a little more of a uh, a conversation about like, okay, or different. We we're on different pages. Um, what we what we should uh, be doing for that. Um, but now, like, it's a we know what both of us kind of want, you know. So we fall in between that and. Most likely, like, we're not going to be um, arguing or fighting longer than 
you know, a day or two, you know, so that shouldn't really throw off our our physical connection if if we're, you know, doing the, the things that fill up each other's love tank. So um, yeah, we're just trying to communicate and know what you know what we want and you know we're not trying to put a forty, you know, a week. Cry. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean but uh but yeah, yeah, just communicating and being on the same page, you know, filling up each other's love tank, like the physical connection part just happens to, you know, we have that that uh commonality to where like you know I guess where we we know what each other wants, so we try to meet in between. So yeah, because with um, with us, what we did have a conversation just like right about the time before we got married, just to make sure, because a lot of a lot of people, I can assume, and hearing different podcasts and different stuff like that, higher desire, lower desire, uh, partner, I didn't want that to be an argument like with us to where that's something that we're arguing about because that's something that's so small and it's technically something you're supposed to do and a part of marriage you shouldn't be arguing about that which it, it just comes with it <laughs> it comes with the ring like you, that's something that you're just supposed to do so i made sure that we had a conversation about it because we're both higher desire but we still need to prepare ourselves in the event that we drop off down to two times like we are right now so that way we still had that effective communication, but we're still in the same like playing field. There isn't one person like itching and scratching for it and is not getting it. It's we both understand the reasons why, or this is this is something that can substitute in the event of you're too tired or I'm too tired to that way there's still some type of interaction between the both of us to make sure we're not getting mad over that. So that's one thing I do not want to argue about. Like that doesn't make anything to me at all. So is it, so during these times with everything happening the two times a week, or since both of you guys are higher desire coming from, you know, the numbers that you guys are at, um, like if 21, Jordan, being, 21 being low. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'll use uh, Jordan as an analogy, like when when Jordan came back from playing baseball, you know, he had that, uh, that game in the, the playoffs where uh, the ball got stolen from him against the Magic. They got put out the playoffs, and he came back like, you know, like, oh, I, I need to get it, you know, like, yeah. because he was yeah. used to winning, you know. So now I feel like he was itching for more when he lost. So are you itching for more? So, like, are you, like, trying to get back to uh, that number? Or right now is it? You guys are like, um, it's like at the point where, yeah, content, you know, at that point, you, you know, like, because people don't have that Jordan mindset for a lot of things. So people, you know, if you're not Jordan, you, you made it, you come back in the middle of the season, you make it to the conference finals, you're like, dang, I did good. I played baseball for 18 months. Like, I'm straight. Like, I got all the way to the conference finals. Who cares? But then Jordan's mind says, like, oh, I got to get better. I got to, you know, I got to get back to where I was at, you know. <laughs> Somebody else, like, you know, Vince Carter, I don't even think he made it to the uh, ever to the, to the championship. I think he made it to the conference finals, but he never made it to the championship. 
is because of his mindset, um, he never, you know, pushed himself to get more or back to a level. Like, you know, Jordan wanted to get back to that level and, you know, get back to winning championships. So what would you say, like, for now with that too, are y'all content? Like, cool, you in that Vince Carter level? Or <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't had that conversation, like, yet. But I know for me, heck no. I just want to settle for two times a week. <laughs> <laughs> but like, two times for for the, weekend, the average man. American couple, that's that's more than most people get. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that is not what's up at all. So it's <laughs> we, we're, we're, <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't, I, I can't live that life. Nah. So that's something that we'll have to talk about. But for sure. Because there's a difference between courting and dating and being married. Like, there's that's two completely different worlds. And I know it's going to affect physical intercourse with, with my wife, with your partner. It's always going to do that. It's always going to be a change. Just like you are dating this person, they're completely different now that you're married. Because there are certain expectations that you're looking for from each other, and you have to adjust. Because now someone's mind is mind is different. Not that it's possessive of your spouse or your partner, but you're more you're more so protective. Like you you want to protect your spouse and make sure that they're okay and all of this stuff. Like don't no don't talk to her. She might hurt you. I'm not gonna hurt you. Don't talk to him. All he wants is the bang bang. You know, all of those different factors that come to play when you're in a relationship. So now we we're um we're gonna work back towards that. I'm not gonna settle with getting knocked out in the first round. Or not even right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's the first well, I guess it could be the first round. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no. We need to get all the way to the promised land. <laughs> we're going we're to we're keep working, you know, working that back. working, And never know, this ATL trip might put it, might bring it back. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Make sure. <laughs> Game winning shot and we back on it. So I don't, I'm not too sure, but no, nah, no way. So I'll I'll uh I'll have Adam's room next to you guys, and then we'll be on the opposite side of the house. Wait, you have my room next to theirs? Why? So we can hear them? <laughs> so we don't have to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna be competing. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> <hear> that? <laughs> What's that movie? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> uh huh. I've seen that. Over there competing. I need to see that again because I don't necessarily. I've been so long since I've seen that movie. <laughs> that movie's so funny. <laughs> Man, they were going yeah. at it. My last, my last question is this, just to you know, close it all out, because I think we had a pretty good conversation. I appreciate you guys. So, Adam, what has the quarantine, like, what has it taught you for your marriage, you being as a father, husband? I would say 
I want to, I would say what I've learned. Well, not, I would say what I appreciated from the quarantine, like, like expressing gratitude because I feel like a lot of people were in like disarray, like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm stuck at home or I'm with the kids all day, you know, like, ah, you know, I can't do nothing. But for me, like, I, I looked at it as like, this is something that will probably, until I get rich or, you know, until I'm financially free, like, this is something that I won't be able to do for a long time. So I necessarily wasn't worried about everything else. Like, I, there's stuff that I couldn't control anyway. So I looked at it as like, this is what is meant to happen for us and spending time being here with the kids more something that I've never got to really do like that was, um, you know, was something like I appreciate, I mean, I'm thankful that it, I got that out of the quarantine and as in for our relationship, um, we got to spend more time with each other and talking more about different things that on a deeper level than, you know, after we get off of work and, um, trying to feed the kids or taking them to practice and like or a quick conversation in the car or in between making something for dinner or something like that. Like we actually got to talk and have elongated conversations about things that we feel like were important to either one of us. So I I mean more of gratitude of what will happen, you know, like being able to not necessarily like with the economic downturn of the economy, but just within our household, like more of the gratitude of being able to be more present in the kids' life and getting able to being able to spend more time with with uh, Jordan. So, yeah, more gratitude. Yeah, I would say I would agree right along with you. It's more of a a blessing type of thing mm-hmm. to be able to put you because before you didn't have or you would never have the opportunity to really sit down with your kids and with your family. So it's for mm-hmm. me, it's motivating. Because it's almost like a, a pre-retirement trial. Because mm-hmm. you have right. to or right. your work hours are shortened, so that way you're really with the kids a little bit more. So that, mm-hmm. that has really opened my eyes to what it, what, how much fun being a father can actually be. Because never got the time to to really sit down and help them with their homework. Never really had the time to go to any of like the school school events because I was at work. And now that COVID-19, the quarantine has happened, still can't do that part, but at least being able to have fun with the kids and be around them, I think that's really cool, especially with the relationship. We're able to complete some tasks here at the house together, be able to talk, uh, talk more, because now I'm not as tired, so I'm more energized which keeps what most of the time has her energized to have a conversation. And so we'll be able to get, you know, more conversations in and planning more about the future. So I really think it's more of a blessing because had it not been, we would still be taking baby steps in our collective life as a family rather than taking large leaps as, as we've been able to now. So yeah, I think- I didn't like the homework. Oh, oh, I think I did not like helping <laughs> them with the homework. <laughs> you know, that's not something. <laughs> <I'm playing. laughs> no, I agree because I was 
it, it's difficult because as a parent, it's important for you to do your homework, for you to have school and all that stuff. But I right. had to be like stern, like now you got to get it done. But I was just excited for them for the summer to come because I am tired of looking at this stuff. Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't want to do yeah. that anymore. <laughs> so that's, that's one thing. What about you, Carl? <laughs> um, I would say... Uh, I would say ditto. This is the Carl that we know. Yeah, yeah, I would call it. I would call it a blessing in disguise. Um, it was a blessing disguised as. COVID-19. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not ignorant to the fact of what's going on outside of the house, like Adam mentioned. Yeah. You know, the economy, people are out there, you know, losing jobs, losing their house, their homes, and so forth. In my, in my house, it's it's just been really great. Like the homework aspect wasn't, it wasn't too bad for me. Um, you know, we're in constant, we're in constant communication with their teachers and, and it's good communication. So it wasn't as, it wasn't that bad. Of course, I couldn't wait for summer still, though, just because that way I didn't have to do anything. But it wasn't as it wasn't that bad. And um, and of course, just being with the wife. Waking up, you know, with the wife then hanging out throughout the day, even if which we're both similar to the fact that even if you're occupied we're still together. We're still in the same house. We're still in the same, even the same room. Um, it's, it's been good. I can't complain at all. I'm trying to figure out if, uh, if they can just be online. Like if, if can, can her job be online? Um, yeah. You know, even with the kids schooling, like I wouldn't mind some of it still being online, um, you know, to a certain degree. Um, but it's I, I cannot, I cannot complain. I cannot you complain. It's um, on us. You have practice with the kids and their homework. You got the advantage. Uh, in a sense, in a, yeah, in a sense. Because I've been doing it, so in a sense, yeah. And it, the cool thing is, uh, there is a lot of you know, a lot of dark times for a lot of people, as you as you stated, losing jobs, um, not qualifying for you know unemployment benefits, getting their retirement stripped away because businesses are closing, losing their house. But on the bright side of it, there's uh, your church, church has expanded greatly because now more people get to see it on their timeline, on their feed, because that's everyone's 
shifting that way. You have other black businesses that normally would have not are now forced to go online, which is creating another stream of revenue for them. So whenever normalcy, a new normalcy comes back, now they have more working streams of income. So there's there's still a lot of positive out of it. And I think there could there's going to be a slow rebound. But and there's growth. There's growth yeah. in the black business as well. Yeah. And, in, and I think having all of this has allowed not only us to be introspective within ourselves, handle a lot of, whether it be grief or with me and my situation, having to talk about it again, uh, but still making sure that whatever it is that's in you internally, you actually deal with it. You have the time to deal with it between you and your partner, you and your uh, wife, your spouse, husband. But then more, more importantly, you can really pay attention and start affecting change across the country because you don't have, you know, distractions. The distractions that we love is sports and football and none of that's there. And so because we're not naive to the time that we're in, we're not being oblivious. We know that the Black Lives Matter movement is prominent and prevalent and they're really trying to affect change. And it's not just black people, it's, it's multiracial. Like, all walks of life are joining in and trying to affect change in a positive way. So I think that's another positive out of everything that's going on because not everybody has the ability to sit back, think, and see what has happened, what has been going on, and actually address it to change it, not to find a systematic workaround to keep things, keep things going the way they've been going, but to actually make systematic legislative change. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely, you know, as much as people talk about things going backwards, I don't, I see things going forward as well. Though. So, yeah, I think there's definitely um, progress that is being made. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, and I've I've heard people say, you know, this is I've heard people say like this is the fifties and the sixties all over again, like stuff like that. <laughs> I'm like Yeah, I've heard that too. I don't I I I don't think it's my desire to live at that time. Like, I mean if I would if I did, then I'm sure, you know, God would have helped me and, and whoever else, you know through it but i can't like i don't i don't think the, this this time and that time is the like i don't see that as being the same i see it being much a much bigger struggle at that time a much bigger struggle so yeah like for you to say like oh it's it's all over again we're no absolutely not yeah the 50s and the 60s was a absolutely fight. not was the fight to be recognized as humans in the public eye. What's happening now is more private inclusion because we've already got the public, but it's just now we need the private inclusion as far as being in corporate America, being more you know, CEOs being represented on different boards and things of that nature. So that way, the trickle down effect is now what you see on TV is more inclusive as well because all of us have grown up looking at that type of movie and this cast is all white. We never even had the thought of thinking, well, what if it were 
all black people playing that role. Will we still watch it? Would it still be good? We never even had that thought process until today's type of society because of the 50s and the 60s. And to people who say that we go, we're going backwards, well, in a sense, figuratively, you have to go backwards to understand where the problem started in order to change anything for the future. Like, you've got to know what happened in the past, and so that way you ensure it doesn't repeat itself. That's why I say to people who's like, oh, we're going backwards. Well, we, if you would have done the right thing back then, we wouldn't have to go back and rehash 2012 Trayvon Martin, Emmett Till before that in the 60s. Like, we wouldn't have to address all of that if you would have just made the change. Redefine, redefine everything to where everyone is included. So then you wouldn't have this, you wouldn't have this problem. And I think we're probably a bigger part of the economy now. So yeah, because we're a huge minority. So if we're like, you know what? Let's stop doing that. Businesses will literally start closing, bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. Like I think, I think there's more, there's more power, there's more power now. Yeah, like so many, like things can literally be closed. If we were like, okay, we'll stop shopping there. Yeah, <clears throat> that's really true. And even even on the topic of intimacy, intimacy, there's there's a level of com compassion there and connection. So even with all of it, all, everything that we're we have to address for there to be changed, you have to be compassionate about it and be connected to it. For there, for there to be continued push, for there to be a, a, a prevalent, consistent group of people that are eager to make a change. So I think all of us here within our households, we exemplify it in a certain way so that when they go out into the world, they know how to treat people as well. So that way, this type of oppression, if you will, could cease to exist. So we teach our kids there aren't any colors. It's just respect people for the fact of respecting people. And then now you can have more respected relationships with people and within your household as well. Because you, you might have, you're thinking this way and you're thinking that way because the key word, you're not communicating. So there's a disconnect there. And there's obviously been a disconnect in this country and not effective communication, which means you're actually listening and trying to empathize with the person speaking to you so you can move forward collectively. Yeah. Any last words, Adam? Um, no, just, I would say communicate, you know, be present. Um, no, no, have goals to you know be able to keep that physical connection. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, keep the cardio going. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So communication. Yeah. Being present. Yeah. That that that'll knock off the uh, COVID nineteen fifteen. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Truth. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's putting the work, though. <laughs> you gotta put the work. That's, true. <laughs> That's that desirable cardio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in order to actually put in that work, you gotta be emotionally connected. Right, exactly. <laughs> just, just laying there and nobody. Wants <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carl, any final words? Um, I guess my final words would be a question. What does intimacy mean to you? For the people, right? Drop it in the comments. No, this is for the flowy. We want to hear from you. I want to hear from Floyd. Right <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning. You want to play. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, that is a good question. Everyone, make sure you answer that in the comments. Go ahead. Um, last words. I was going to say... Uh, communication is key. That's what I would say. Communication is key. There is no genuine intimacy without communication. And real communication, not just talking, but, you know, uh, communication that's actually beneficial to your situation. So if you talk, if you really, y'all really get down to the nitty gritty, the intimacy will follow, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll be it'll be what I consider mind blowing. <laughs> you actually get to experience <laughs> what what God meant for for a husband and wife. <laughs> if you want to experience that, yeah, you need to talk. Mind blowing, <laughs> back breaking, all of that. Have to buy new headboards every other week. That's what you gotta do. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta communicate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Them headboards, them headboards be sold out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it makes it easier when you're on a purple mattress too. That makes it so much easier. <laughs> we didn't have headboards. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's easier. That's <laughs> I need a headboard. Who needs that decoration? (laughs) (laughs) Pointless decoration. Something to tear down. That's all it is. Something to tear down. There's more stuff when you move. (laughs) More stuff to dust. (laughs) That is true. That is true. But I will say like this. Everyone has has their issues. Everyone has weeds in their life. And you have to really pluck them out. But if... If you're if you're the ground, you're not the person that's going to be able to pluck out the weed. You need someone there to help to pluck out the weed and make sure a weed doesn't grow. And that's why your partner is there with you to make sure you get the weeds out, you you retill the land together, so that way whatever you decide to plant, you nourish it, you water it, you give it the sunshine and the tension that it needs. So when it blossoms and grows, it's bearing nothing but good fruit. Intimacy is the key. Communication is the key to that. 
intimacy so you can have that happy marriage, that happy life, happy wife, happy husband, strong and connected family. Whether you created the family together as these two gentlemen have done or with me blending a family together, doesn't matter as long as you're putting in the work, tilling that land to make sure it bears good fruit and everything we are. So I thank you guys too, my brothers, for taking the time out to be here to speak with me. Much love and peace to everyone watching. Please make sure you go ahead and find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, subscribe, like the page, follow, and leave the comments. We like the engagement. We appreciate it. We're slowly but surely growing, and we it's all, all because of you guys, the watchers. We're getting sponsorships. We're getting brand ambassador uh, deals with companies, and it's all because you guys are staying engaged. And all of that is free, and we get, we get to give it back to you by dropping promo codes so you guys can have things in your house that you may need, uh, brands that you may want to support, like God is Dope. Uh, which is here. I got the red on because intimacy is attachment to love and God is love. He shed his blood for each and every one of us. So yeah, all because of you guys, we appreciate it. We thank you for providing the free support because that's all we want. We just want free support. Share, like, comment, watch. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week.